0: Share a word tonight about the power of weakness. The power of weakness. Now a lot of people would think weakness is weakness. There's no power in it at all. But the Lord was showing me during the week that there is power in it. And it kind of was triggered by something that happened um, on my work in my work situation. One of my clients is a 95-year-old man. And he has a 53-year-old son who is um, mentally challenged. And um, he's a really sweet guy, but he's kind of like... I guess he's got the mentality... Autism? No, he's got the mentality of probably an eight-year-old child. Um, He's very lovely. And uh, he's got an understanding of things and we were talking, we, the, the TV was on, and it was the funeral of that young policeman who had been tragically um, killed in the line of duty. And as I was leaving their place, that, that man, the, the son, let me out, and he said, see you next week. And I said, I'll see you next week. And uh, he said, you know, It must have. He was thinking about that story about the policeman. Because he said, "Oh, that is so sad." And then, as we walked out the door, he said, "You know, if I was Superman, I could have stopped those bad guys." And I thought, "Wow, that is so sweet. That is so (laughs) sweet." You know, he feels weakness, but he even like he could see power in his weakness. Like he had. Vision for doing something and I thought wow, that's pretty amazing So I thought you know, what is weakness? I mean weakness is when we feel like we're unable to do something it's um, When we feel limited when we feel we're lacking strength or we're lacking willpower in a situation And we're not able to to um, do something or not able to resist something and that's how we look at weakness and we see it as, you know, a negative thing. But there's not always negatives in weakness, okay? There's different levels. You know, you might say, I've got a real weakness for chocolate. <laughs> is that sin? No. You might say, I've got a weakness for chili. You might say, I've got a weakness for shopping or computer games. You know, having a weakness is one thing, but having an addiction is like... The other end of the spectrum. So sometimes we just jokingly say we have weaknesses for certain things. Um, And then there's other areas where we actually tangibly feel weakness. You might think I'm really weak in the area of understanding technology. I'm not good with machines or technology or computers and that. Or I'm really weak at studying. I'm not good with memorizing. I'm not good at with understanding information if it's written, but I can understand hands-on, you know? You might think I've got a real weakness in the area of public speaking. I'm too scared to talk in front of people. You know, and once upon a time, I was too, I was too shy. I used to think I was invisible to cope with people, but now, guess what? I've had to overcome that weakness. (laughs) So God helps us. Uh, Weakness can also be part of our character. If we allow these things to to rule us, then it becomes part of who we are. If we have weaknesses, then we can become a lazy person or we can become a critical person. We can criticise ourselves or we can criticise others and that can be a real weakness. being less than generous, being a stingy person, that is a weakness. There's many areas of weakness, and you're probably sitting there thinking, well, what's my weakness? We all know our weaknesses, okay? <laughs> we don't have to tell anybody else. They can see it too. Um, it's pretty hard to cover up your weaknesses. And uh, in the Bible, there were many characters who showed their weaknesses, and we can learn from them. Um, the areas of weakness, like Esau, Esau had a weakness for food. Moses, his area of weakness was anger. He hit the rock several times, and uh, yeah, he didn't enter into the the promised land. King Saul was very jealous. He was a very arrogant man. He always thought that he was right. You know, that's an area of weakness. When you think you're always right, and you won't humble yourself, he wouldn't humble himself under the hand of God and uh, paid the price. Samson had a weakness for foreign women and that led to his demise as well. Judas had a weakness for money. You know, he was a greedy, covetous kind of guy. Timothy, what was his weakness? Tim was timid. <laughs> Timothy was timid, he was shy. That's why Paul said, God has not given you a spirit of fear, but power and love and a sound mind. And Paul was his mentor and his spiritual father and he would sow into his life encouragement to, to try and overcome that area of weakness. Jesus, he, was, he hardly rebuked anyone really except the Pharisees and the leaders. And he basically said, your weakness is that you like the praises of men, you like to feel important to think you're really special and to, to lord it over the others. So weakness, weakness can be harmful or it can be helpful. It can be harmful or it can be helpful. It has the power to destroy and to bring negative consequences or it has the power to bring breakthrough and transformation and even blessing from God. And uh, the first uh, verse that I want to go to is where Paul, that great apostle Paul who everyone thought was so powerful, so anointed, so strong in the Lord. He felt weak. He felt weakness on many, many occasions. And on this occasion, it says in 2 Corinthians 12, Concerning this thing, I pleaded with the Lord three times that it might depart from me. It was a physical thing that was um, afflicting him but it was also bothering him emotionally and it was troubling him spiritually and he was pleading with God, take this thing from me, I feel weak, I feel weak. But the Lord spoke to him and he said, my grace is sufficient for you for my strength is made perfect in weakness. So he pleaded with the Lord, he said, I feel weak. God, do something, fix it and the Lord just spoke and said, my grace is sufficient for you. And then Paul said this, therefore, therefore most gladly, I will rather boast in my infirmities, that the power of Christ may rest upon me. So after God spoke to him, it changed his total perspective and said, oh, well, weakness is okay then. I'm gonna boast about it. Not that I am weak, but, even in the midst of this the power of christ is still on me he's not withdrawn his anointing he's not withdrawn his help and favor the power of christ is still on me even though i feel weak okay and he said this also therefore i take pleasure wow is this guy crazy or something i take pleasure in infirmities in reproaches, in needs, in persecutions, in distresses. He says, not only will I boast about it, that the, the, the Spirit of God is on me, but I'll also take pleasure, I'll delight in this. Yeah, it's okay. I'm actually glad about this, why? For Christ's sake, it's not all about me. It's not all about me feeling good or feeling 100% all the time. It's not about me feeling strong and a conqueror and more than victorious. Even when I'm weak, Christ is in it, and it's for his sake. For when I am weak, then I'm strong. A lot of people think, when I'm strong, I'm strong. Actually, when people are strong, they're usually prideful, arrogant, and make bad decisions and think, I don't need God, I'm strong. And that actually is a weakness. Yeah? Okay, so let's go to the next one. Once God had spoken to him, Paul was able to see things differently. See things differently. Let's go back to a few scriptures. In the Old Testament, it says, God gives power to the weak. God gives power to the weak. He's just spoken to Paul in the New Testament, but we go back to the Old. And it says, he gives power to the weak. And to those who have no might, he increases strength. You know, sometimes when we feel weak, we feel like a failure. We feel like there's no hope. We feel like giving up. But if he says, no, I will give you strength. Even the youth shall faint and be weary. Even those tough ones, even the strong ones, they will faint they will be weary, God will allow it, and the young men shall utterly fail, but, and I love that word, but, but those who wait on the Lord shall renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings like eagles. They shall run and not be weary. They shall walk and not faint. No matter how weak you may feel, God will give the strength when you wait on the Lord, when you patiently wait for the Lord. Spend time with Him, quality time. He wants time with us. Sometimes that's why things happen in our lives. So we stop, we be still and know that He is God, that He is in control, that everything is going to be okay. mount up with wings like an eagle Ooh, eagles fantastic Okay, so that's in the Old Testament what about in the New Testament well in the book of Hebrews it talks about Jesus as our great high priest it says we don't have a high priest who can't sympathise with our weaknesses but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin so he's talking about Jesus can sympathize with our weaknesses he understands everything that we go through when we are weak physically when we are weak emotionally when we're struggling with life he understands he can sympathize with our weaknesses but he was not tempted And he did not, he was tempted, but he wasn't sinning like we have, okay? Like we have done. So he can sympathize, he understands, and he empowers us. Interesting, in the, um, I think I read this a few weeks ago, in the garden, just before Jesus was uh, betrayed by Judas, he prayed three times. And he said to Peter, "What did he say to Peter? Because Peter was to be the leader of the church. Peter was to take over the reins, basically, of the things of the kingdom when Jesus left. So he spoke to Peter and he said, what, could you not watch with me one hour? Watch and pray, lest you enter into temptation. The spirit indeed is willing, but the flesh is weak. So we naturally have weakness in our flesh, part of being a human, part of being the human race because of the fall of Adam and Eve. Our spirit may be willing, but our flesh is weak. But he said you can counteract that. He's warning. He's saying, Peter, here is a key for the future. Watch and pray. Watch and pray. Don't give in to weakness and sleep. Watch and pray, otherwise you'll enter into temptation. He's saying your spirit's early, but your flesh. That's where the battle is. Battle is in the flesh, the battle is in the mind. So he's saying counteract it with prayer. The importance of seeking God in prayer cannot be underestimated. That's why Adam and Eve originally fell. They didn't go back after the serpent spoke to them. They didn't go back and consult with the Lord. Did you really say that? The devil said, no, he didn't really say that. They didn't go back to the Lord and say, didn't. What did you say again? They didn't go back. They didn't consult with the Lord. Watch and pray, consult with the Lord. Otherwise you'll enter in to that temptation. What other help do we have? He gave us warning, he said, pray. Not only that, Jesus said this, the Holy Spirit, the Spirit will help in our weaknesses. How awesome is that? We're not on our own. You know, sometimes you feel like, you know what? I know I should pray, but it's really tough. I feel actually too weak, too tired, too disappointed to pray. And they are weaknesses, he said, but the Spirit will help in our weaknesses. But we don't know what we should pray as we ought, but the Spirit himself makes intercession for us. That's why we are filled with the Holy Spirit, so that we can pray. Sometimes it's hard to pray in our native tongue, but I'm telling you, praying in tongues is really easy. I don't know about you, but I find it easy sometimes. When I don't know how to pray in my natural language, praying in tongues, I know that the Holy Spirit is praying through me, interceding for me, according to the will of God. But I don't know what the will of God is. I think I know, but I wanna know what the will of God is. I wanna pray the will of God, so I allow the Holy Spirit to pray through me, God's will. And then what? Then we know We know that all things will work together for good to those who love God, that's us, and to those who are called according to his purpose, and that's us. So when we allow the Holy Spirit to pray through us the will of God, no matter how weak we feel, no matter how confused we might feel, no matter how out of sorts we may feel, things will work out. Because God's will is being released through us in prayer. <clears throat> through us in prayer. Amen? But the bottom line is, you know, Jesus said to Peter, pray, watch and pray. Paul wrote here, the Holy Spirit is available to help us in our weaknesses. We can pray the will of God through us, but we have to cooperate. We have to come to the Lord. We have to cooperate. And the last verse that I don't want to share again is what I shared last week. Come to me. Come to me. You know, the Lord is wanting us to shorten that distance between him and us because as the days go by, the darkness is getting darker. Amen. Just watch the news. Watch the laws of the land that they are trying to change. And you will see that deep darkness is trying to cover the earth. But it says that we should arise and shine for our light has come. The glory of the Lord is upon us. But we need to come to the Lord for that renewing. Because there's times when we feel weak because of the spiritual battle that we are in. Amen. Do you feel like you're in a spiritual battle? Yeah. Yeah. Do you feel like it's intensifying? Yes. yes. So we need to come to the Lord, those who labor, those who labor just in life, those who are laboring just in keeping their faith, those who are laboring in relationships, those who are laboring just to keep their vision, their hope up, those who are heavy laden, you're burdened down with responsibilities and pressures and concerns about the future. Heavy laden. He said, I'll give you rest. I will give you rest. When you feel weak, we are strong. If we come to the Lord for his help. Then he says, take my yoke upon you and learn from me. I've read this many times. But can you quote it? Is it a memory verse? No. That's why I keep repeating it. Because it will go in. It will go in. It will go in. It'll renew your mind take his yoke upon you and learn from him don't just take on the yoke and go oh this is good learn from him for he's gentle and humble lowly in heart and you will find rest for your souls you know sometimes our souls are tormented because we feel weak because we feel we lack Um, opportunity because we feel like the future is dim it's dark, we don't know what's going to happen we feel weak because we may not have enough finances we feel weak because we feel like we don't have enough help what's the future hold? He holds the future he holds the future and it's okay to feel weak but when you do Make sure that you draw from him, his strength, come to him and receive from the Lord. You know, as I was thinking back on this, when you're weak and you turn to the Lord, the consequences or the outcome will be good. When you are weak and you don't turn to the Lord, the consequences are not so good. And I thought about this, I thought about King Saul, he had the opportunity to turn back to the Lord, but he didn't. He didn't, okay? I thought about Samson. He did eventually turn back to the Lord, but it's interesting that in the whole, um, in the whole story of Samson, he was strong physically, but it says only twice that he prayed. And when he prayed the first time, it was because he was thirsty, And when he prayed the second time, it was because he wanted to take revenge for his two eyes. It doesn't show that he had a really close relationship with the Lord at all. But he did turn to the Lord. He did call on the name of the Lord. But he paid the price. He paid the price. He died when he was about 40 years old. Prematurely. Prematurely. But then you think about Paul. Paul. You know, the moment that Jesus revealed himself to Paul, he turned his heart towards the Lord. And he realized that even though he felt strong all his life, that actually he was quite weak. And he was able to acknowledge that weakness. He humbled himself, he acknowledged his weakness. And because of that, the strength of the Lord exalted him. And he's successful. I mean, he wrote most of the New Testament. He's an inspiration to us as an apostle. So what you do when God reveals himself in that time of weakness will determine the outcome. So as we wrap this up, you know, we think, so, okay, this is about weakness. What are my weaknesses? What are our weaknesses? Is it because I'm anxious? What's my weakness? Am I self-centred? Do I lack confidence? Is that my weakness? Do I hold grudges? I find it really hard to forgive. Is that my weakness? Or is it something like, you know, when I start something, I just don't finish it? You know, sometimes weakness is a real issue and a problem. Other times, It's not such a bad thing if we let Jesus be the solution no matter what it is. No matter what it is. When I'm weak, then I am strong because I seek the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Wait on the Lord. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Okay, if anyone needs prayer, I want to pray with you. Otherwise, go and have an awesome week. Stay strong, stay healthy. Amen. Amen. Say hi to somebody. Bye, everyone online. Have a fantastic week. (laughs)